0: Welcome to the Hybrid Sports Podcast with your hosts Matt Krasafi, Matt Fiore, and Mike Alexander. Today we'll be covering our NBA previews and a recap of week four in the NFL. But today we start with our number one story from the past week, the Yankees beating the Athletics.
1: Yes, Matt, the Yankees beat the Athletics 7-2 yesterday. Uh, Great performance out of Giancarlo Stanton and Aaron Judge, both hitting home runs. That's what I Luke Voigt. Yeah, uh, not much to say about the game besides the fact that the Athletics couldn't hit when they needed to. No, not at all.
0: Make what's your view on this?
2: I mean, I have to be honest, the Yankees are my team, so try to be unbiased with this as much as I can be. But the pitchers that pitched for the Yankees, except for the crap hole Britton himself, um, were all fantastic. I mean, Severino had great control, especially from the start. Um, He put it where he needed to put it, struck people out. He had great control.
0: Yeah, seven strikeouts for Severino in four innings before getting pulled after letting up two hits in the fifth. That's when Dylan Betances came in, pitched two, had three strikeouts, no hits. I mean, it was just really great up until uh, when Zach Brink came in giving him those uh, final two runs. Uh, he has not been looking good recently, guys. Should, we, should the Yankees stick with him going forward? I mean, he hasn't looked good since...
2: The Yankees got him and since before the Yankees got him it's aggravating for me as a Yankees fan to see Britton go out there because I knew he was going to let up runs especially after we were doing so so well and it was only six to two at the time which is still a four-run lead but once you start letting a team like the Oakland Athletics start to hit the ball especially when they haven't been hitting the ball all night it's
0: kind of scary to watch. Yeah, they would not not hitting the ball at all. They could have brought a tree up there. Still, wouldn't have been able to hit anything. Chris Davis kind of looked like uh, Giancarlo Stanton at the beginning of the years, so just striking out on awful pitches to swing at. It's it was just an ugly performance overall. But I think that's a situation where Zach Britton needs to come in because like they can't he can't really blow the game and let up seven runs in, in an inning. And if he does, they would take him out before that. I think that was a good place to put him in to try to get his rhythm back. Obviously, that didn't work out for him, but I think that was necessary.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't want to speak for the Yankees uh, coaching, but to be honest, their relief has been – there hasn't really, I would say, uh, guaranteed closure job for that team right now. Mm-hmm. Chapman has been iffy for the past couple months. Yeah, you know, definitely. He looked good yesterday, but, I mean, th- this year I feel like with the bullpen, there really hasn't been, besides um, Edwin Diaz for the – Mariners. I would say the bullpen really hasn't been as crucial as been in years past.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, Batantis and Robertson are both really good. I think that they could have a chance to start coming in and uh, closing out games if Chapman and Britton can't get it together here. It's honestly well, kind of.
2: Batantis finally started to look like his old self again for the most of this year, especially in the beginning. It He really looked like crap. Batantis used to be lights out, uh, setup man, and most of the season, he wasn't. You know, it's great to see that he's starting to pull it together, especially when they need him.
0: So. Yeah, as with Britton a few years ago, but now, obviously. I think it's one of those things where the Yankees grab an old guy, trying to bring him in and make him against something he's not. Like Kind of like Andrew McCutcheon bringing him in. I mean, they didn't know if Aaron Judge would be back. They McCutcheon looks good. Yeah.
2: Not great. Not a great bat. He made a nice catch. Better than Piscotti was last night. Piscotti read that like he was blind.
0: Oh, that it was, that that was, was just an awful attempt at a catch. Like you're seeing like Jackie Bradley out here making these awesome catches and then you see some guy and I like it's not a routine play, but it's not also like an insanely tough play that like only the best of the best can make. Alright, uh you guys ready to move on here to the uh and a wild card game
1: uh just one last thing i'd like to bring up is oh. since we've been talking about the bullpen uh i'd like to point out how awful it looked for the athletics um they yeah, are one of the few teams to start a reliever instead of a actual starter and i feel to be honest that's not a very reliable way for teams to uh start games in the future i mean it, it worked pretty well for the rays this year as they pulled above uh, 500 record but for a team like the athletics i don't think it was the best move they could have made, especially in a wild card game.
0: Yeah, I think if they had a Sean Mania still, I think it would have been a different story. I think they might have had a chance to win the game, but honestly, with that hitting, I don't know how they could have won. It, like... I don't think they had, like, another choice, per se, but, like, yeah, it really didn't work out for them in the end here. The only person who did okay was uh, Lou Trevino, who had uh, three innings pitch, four strikeouts, one walk, one hit. He looked really good, and then, you know, then came everything else. <laughs> <laughs> Where the uh, Stanton hit a home run, Judge hit a home run, Voight almost had a home run. It was just...
2: Even the top reliever wasn't doing too hot against him.
0: Yeah, and this is the Athletics' third exit from the wildcard game in the, like the past, I think, six years it is. So it's been a disappointing stretch to be an Athletics fan right now. All right, moving on to the uh, NL wildcard game. The Ro- uh, not the, yeah, the Rockies topped the Cubs in the longest wild card game ever. It uh, went 13 innings, and it was something insane, I think like six hours, or not six hours, like five hours or something insane. They actually won 2-1. This was more of a pitching duel than the Yankees game. What do you guys think about this?
1: Uh, well, Kyle Freeland for the Rockies was amazing. Uh, I believe he's a lefty, and to be honest, the Rockies were one of the teams I would have worried about their pitching, but he really proved me wrong by having a great game for the Rockies.
0: Yeah, and I was a little bit worried about him coming in too because he was only on, I think, two days rest from the 163rd game to decide who would win the uh, NL division and who would go to the wild card game. So it was, it was a great performance by him. Uh, just a classic pitching duel. And unfortunately for the Cubs, they just went home early.
2: Yeah, nothing much else to say about that. I mean, it's tough to see the Cubs go, but, I mean, they can't hit. I mean, even during the regular season, they had trouble hitting the ball. Um, They were one of the few teams that pitching really kept them in it, unlike the Yankees, who were the complete opposite this year. I think
0: there was, like, a stat um, from ESPN that was, like, the Cubs this season had 40 games where they scored only one or zero runs. Yeah. Like, your pitching can only bring you so far kind of like uh, Jacob deGrom out there <laughs> in uh, New York with like 26 straight, uh, quote-unquote, uh, good starts with three earned runs or less, and he was, what, eight and nine? Like, it's just, man, their batting is pathetic. All right, now moving on to the divisional series preview. Uh, I am most looking forward to the Red Sox and Yankees, 100%. Uh, how do you guys see this series playing out?
1: Yeah, I mean, when we've been talking about it uh, outside of the podcast, it's really been that we all think it's going to go to a Game 5. I could really see the series going either way, depending on which team pitches better. Uh, Both teams have very hot-hitting teams. Um, Probably the best hitters in the league, so
2: I guess we'll see how it plays out. Yeah, I am quite excited about this, too. It's tough uh, living in uh, Boston, being a Yankees fan, but if they get this win... The series against the red sox it won't be something i'll let anyone live down
0: yeah matt and i will not hear the end of it honestly for this one i'm gonna go with the Sox in five yeah bringing out that bias here as a red Sox fan i'm gonna bring it out i think it all comes down to chris sale david price and the bullpen if the bullpen can't do anything we can score as much as we want but once you get to that 7th, 8th, and maybe even ninth inning with Kimbrell being a little bit shaky over the year, that's when the Yankees can really do their damage, even if their starters are on their game.
2: It's true. I uh, I think I got the Yankees in four. I think they'll uh, take Ooh, the first four in four. four. I know, Ooh. I know. I think Ooh. they'll win the first one in Boston. They're going to get absolutely destroyed in the second game. First game will be close. Second game, they're going to get destroyed by the Red Sox. It'll be embarrassing. But they'll come back to New York refreshed and with 55,000 New Yorkers cheering them on and it'll give them a boost. And I think they'll hit a lot of dingers in the games three and four.
0: Uh, uh, I'd say that's fair to say there. Yeah, definitely. Four, not even five.
2: Listen, I don't like game fives with the Red Sox and end of the series with the Red Sox. There, it's a little too shaky. It's bringing back uh, some 0-4 memories to me.
0: Ooh, know? 4 What a what a time to be a Sox fan then. Yeah, good thing you were three or two. 0-4, uh, <laughs> I was two, so that's all right though. I, honestly, I'm just looking forward to having some great postseason baseball. I don't know about you guys. I can't watch regular season baseball on TV, but postseason baseball, I live for postseason baseball. One of my favorite things. Uh, other uh, postseason, or, well, ALDS, is uh, Houston and Cleveland. What do you guys Who you guys like in that one? Um, I'm going to have to
1: definitely go with uh, Cleveland. I think their hitting is just so far ahead of Houston at this stage of the year that I don't really see the pitching playing a big role um, unless uh, Garrett Cole and Justin Verlander keep doing their thing but I don't know Jose Ramirez has been so impressive this year I think he'll be the difference maker for them
0: I don't know I think I'm gonna have to lean the opposite way of you here I think it'll be Houston and I'm g- I'm gonna say four I think they could sweep the Indians my reason why is the Indians are not that impressive to me because like they're d- the reason they're in it the reason why they weren't in a wild card spot uh, keep in mind the Yankees had 100 the Athletics had 97. And here are the Indians that get their like, quote-unquote bye with only, I think, 92 wins or something, 91 wins. I, they're not insanely impressive to me. Houston, though, I think their pitching will carry them here. With Kuchel, uh, Cole, and Verlander, I think they can all do really well, be locked down for them. And I think this series will go to Houston.
2: Um, I have to agree with uh, Matt Krasoffi on that one. I think Houston's got it. I could see a sweep. I could see it four. I don't see it in five at all. I think their pitching is just far superior than anything the Indians have, except for Corey Kluber. Kluber, I think, is is Trevor, pretty light. Trevor there. Bauer is good, too. Yeah, uh, yeah, of course. Um, I don't know. I, I like the Houston Astros team a lot more, especially with batting and little
0: Jose Altuve. Yeah, I think if it does go to five, I see the Indians winning it, but I don't see it going to five, so I can't go all the way out there. Now we can move over to the NL. We got the Brewers and the Rockies. I'm also, I'm really looking forward to this series. This just looks like a really good matchup here. Um I think I'm gonna go with the Brewers because Christian Yelich is outstanding. You can see Miami made a huge mistake trading him out here. It like there goes their uh future <laughs> for pretty much nothing. But the Brewers Josh Hader looks incredible. Their starting pitching is like their weak point, but it's I think it's good enough to get them past the Rockies here, who's hitting wasn't great, as you can see, out with uh, Chicago only scoring two runs. I got Milwaukee in... I think I'm going to go with the sweep here. Milwaukee in three.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I definitely think the Brewers are going to win it. Um, Though I think the Rockies... I'm not sure about a sweep, just because their starting pitching is definitely better than the Brewers. Uh, One guy whose name's not usually tossed around is... I'm not sure if I pronounce his first name right, but I think it's Herman Marquez. Yeah. Uh, he's a rookie. He's been very good this year. Um, I think with Freeland and him,
2: if they have their best game, then I think they could take at least one or maybe two
1: games. Yeah,
0: Mike?
2: I'm going to have to go in a different direction here. I'm going to give it to the Rockies. Mm. I know they're not – honestly, I don't think they're as good of a team, but I think beating the Cubs is going to give that them that morale boost that um, – That'll really turn it around and I think maybe even get them past the Brewers. It'll be tough. They, I don't think they, they have a shot of making it to the World Series, but maybe past the Brewers.
0: No, my World Series right now I'm going to go with Sox and Brewers. That's that's mine, so I kind of have to have the Brewers winning. <laughs> but anyway, last one, Braves, Dodgers. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't love either team here. The Braves are young, inexperienced in the postseason, the Dodgers are not themselves. Like you haven't heard about Kershaw's lights out pitching. You haven't heard about Justin Turner's amazing bat. You haven't really heard much about this team. There's a good reason why. They're just an average team in today's baseball. I'm if I had to pick one, I think I'm going to go with the Braves, but I think this will definitely be a five-game series.
1: I initially thought that as well, Matt, but I think the Braves are actually going to blow out the Dodgers for the same reasons that you brought up. I think their hitting is their definitely looking better. Yeah, exactly. I mean, with Acuna doing well, uh, Albies, Freeman, even Nick Marcakis out of nowhere this year. Uh, I mean, the Dodgers just really don't have anything going for them right now. Um, Machado, he looked very good on the trade That looked like the, the pickup deadline. of the year.
0: And then people were like, <laughs> Dodgers going to the World Series now. They definitely got a shot to win it and, like, Ever since the trade, you just haven't heard about him.
1: Exactly. And with that, I – and also with Kenley Jansen being uh, probably unlimited innings. Yeah, yeah. So his heart condition. So I really don't see the Dodgers
2: being able to put up much of a fight. I'm going dis- to with disagree with you guys once more. I think – I got the Dodgers. I don't know. I think the Braves just don't have it this year.
0: I mean, yeah, like I told you, I got – it goes either way for me. I'm not – they don't love each. Neither of these teams are making the World Series. Whoever wins no. the Rockies and Brewers um, is going to the World Series.
2: I think if the Dodgers win, they they might have a shot. I don't like the Brewers, and personally, it just doesn't. It just sounds
0: weird. That's no. fair. So who do you got in the series, Mike? Dodgers. Got the Dodgers. All right. How many games? Give them five. Give, Give them five. five. Right. I think this will definitely go to a five-game series. Uh, now our last topic here at the MLB. Our MLB award predictions here, guys. Uh, You guys want to start off with Cy Young?
1: Sure. I mean, as a Red Sox fan, I think everyone thought Chris Sale was going to – was a lock, really, for the Cy Young. But, of course, with this injury setting him back, I think it's got to be Blake Snell. Um, He's been very good this year. Probably is the only reason Tampa Bay put up a fight for a playoff spot. Um, Yeah, they they came out of nowhere. You
0: don't really hear about them now because they have the Yankees and – red Sox on top of him. you just didn't hear about them
1: yeah, and they don't have any flashy players no big name i think joey wendell is probably the best hitter this year and who knows where he came from
0: yeah it's uh it's something out there uh nl listen the dumbest stat in baseball is wins and losses and that is what i'm gonna go with jacob degrom simply lights out 1.70 era uh, I think there's something like 269 strikeouts, just absolutely incredible. And I, his win loss, it was like eight and nine, but that doesn't matter to me. It matters about the pitcher and what he does. It's not his fault that the Mets can't hit at all behind him. I gotta go with Degrom here.
2: I would agree with you with Degrom. I can't really see too many. I mean, there's a lot of great pitchers in the league in the National League, but I don't know. DeGrom is something else, especially being on that team. That's very impressive.
0: Yeah, definitely. All right, you guys want to move on to uh, manager of the year here? Um, uh, Let's start off with the AL here. I think I'm going to give it to Alex Cora because just coming in first season, having the record with the Red Sox for most most wins in franchise history – I don't think he's a lock. I think the athletics manager has also got a chance because they have, like, the lowest payroll in baseball and, like, $80 million. So it's a toss-up there, but I'm going to give the edge to Cora.
1: Yeah, I had the same thoughts. Um, you know, Alex Cora, of course, setting the franchise record, I think, was, is going to be the reason why he'll win it this year. Um, but, yeah, watching the game yesterday, I, I believe the announcers were talking about how the athletics manager was – definitely a candidate for coach of the year because oh, of what he's able to do with the team that really
0: hadn't made a name for themselves in years past definitely um nl i'm gonna go with the uh braves manager because you know again coming out of nowhere young team they were expected they're expected to be like third behind the nationals who absolutely choked the season just blatantly awful all around uh mike who you got in the National League, yeah, National League. I'm gonna give it to the Rockies. Rockies, Rockies. I
2: don't. Eh. I mean, I don't. Like I they, don't know. They They're t-
0: not. A while ago, they were toss up to even make the playoffs, and then like now they did just have to play a game 163. But
2: that's what I mean, and that's why honestly, if uh, Core doesn't get it in the American League, I really do think the Athletics um, manager.
0: Oh yeah, get if they it. if Core doesn't get it, definitely. Um, Definitely.
2: And uh, I think Boone, if not this year, uh, he gets one more year if the Yankees don't make the World Series. Then I say he gets the trash can. He should definitely be fired.
0: Like, you watched him at the beginning of the season. We were just watching him. Like, what what is he doing out here? He's making really questionable calls.
2: I was about to throw my remote at the TV. Oh, nice, nice. I uh, threatened to boycott uh, Yankees games if uh, Chapman got brought in in the 8th. Cause I, I was I was quite scared uh, he was going to pull something like that. You never know with Boone.
0: All right, let's go with Rookie of the Year, NL, Juan Soto, 19 years old, tearing it up out there in a team that's underperformed incredibly. In 74 games, he's hit on 301, 968 OPS, and 15 home runs. That, to me, definitely screams Rookie of the Year, no doubt. 100% I
2: agree with you, Matt. 100% I agree with you.
0: Yeah, I mean, one one name
1: I'd like to throw out there, I do believe Juan Soto's going to win it just because of how hot he's been. But Ozzie Albies, who has been playing all year, has a 305 average, 24 home runs, and 72 RBIs for a guy who's been batting primarily in the leadoff spot, I believe. Um, is very impressive for him. Uh, I think he'll be up there, maybe top three, but Juan Soto will probably win it.
0: Yeah, definitely. Uh, AL, Mike, you're not going to like it. Ah, uh, like I think I like it. No, my Shohei s- my Ota- selection Shohei Otani. What? Shohei Otani. And like Hart, it's not because I'm, it's not because I'm a Red Sox fan. It's not. It After really I isn't. gave you the Cora thing too, Matt. Well, what, oh, what do you think Aaron Boone deserves it, my guy? Oh Come no, on. he's no. awful. Oh, he's he's awful. <laughs> oh yeah, all right. I like. I don't think we've seen a person like Otani in the MLB in a long time. Or we've never seen a person like him, honestly. And Andrew Hart and... What about Babe Ruth? Andrew Hart, like, <laughs> I'm not... Like, 292, 837, 18 home runs. And he's, like, he's been with the team for most of the year. And Torres is only hit 261. Like, I like Otani better, per-
1: personally. And one last thing I'd actually like to bring up about his pitching stats. People would consider him a mediocre pitcher, but he actually has 63 strikeouts in 51 innings, which is yeah, pretty impressive he was, for a guy he was a good,
0: he was a good starter. And uh, I was out in L.A. for that game where, like, it was like his first bad game against the Sox where Mookie had three home runs, and apparently it's because of a blister on his finger. But we all, <laughs> we all know why he came out. Mike? But you're
2: really not giving it to Anduar? No. 27 home runs, 92 RBIs.
0: Really? He can't field.
1: That's bad did you minder. did you
0: see the game last night? His throws were all. He I saw one. He threw it in the first baseman and I tagged him. He threw, and these are throws that are not rushed. These are throws where he has time, and he's making the first baseman work for it. All right. No, you're you're right about that. But That's why I don't like Rafael Devers on the Red Sox.
2: But listen, his bat has been unbelievable, especially for someone his age. Yeah. Yeah, he's a Yankee. You know, yeah.
1: You know, the argument, yeah. You know, no argument, you li- no Yankee fan likes to hear, but it is Yankee Stadium, which,
2: Oh, yeah, of course, Yankee Stadium, yeah. Yeah. Got it. You know. Yeah. Gotta, you know uh, it Little League cool. Ballpark. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Little League yeah.
0: Ballpark, yeah.
2: yeah. You guys yeah. never talk about the green monster, though, huh?
0: Yeah, but that's 37 feet up. Like, I did, like I want, I've always wanted to do the math of, like, if it's that high up, how far would it actually go? Well, now we
2: can. Now we've learned that in math. Now we could actually calculate that if we yeah, really we'll wanted to. Yeah, we'll do that one to. day
0: at some point. Yeah, but like, like it's know. a but
2: dead center is like 430. Oh, I'm not talking about not dead center, but the green monster it, it saves your butt a lot. Look, a, it robs a lot of home runs.
0: Look, I I don't, yeah, I'm not like that insanely worried, uh, but like
2: it looks like something out of the Sandlot to me. But. Good for you. It's also That's one of the most
0: recognizable the, things in baseball. Like,
2: well, I would hope so, considering it's the oldest ballpark.
0: Yeah, that is not a thing
2: to keep in mind. That's
0: why I hope they that, build a new ballpark. I they, don't like they Fenway. should.
2: Fen- no, they. I, I think they should build a new one. Fenway is nice, but it's really not nice. At this, it's, it's just nostalgic. That's what makes it nice, but it's really a piece of crap. Let's oh, be real. It
0: is. It's a I, hunk. Me- like it's a hunk of metal. I don't like it. I don't know. I'm not that's, I, I think know. I think if they build a bigger stadium, they could fill it easily. Oh
2: yeah, for sure. It's, I mean, I mean Red Sox fans are going to be pissed. A lot of them, especially the older generation. Um, yeah, but we're the newer generation. We don't care. Yeah, dude. we got to ruin it. We don't care. We got to ruin everything.
0: MVP Mike, you're not going to like this one either. Mookie Oh okay. No, that makes sense. He's been having a fantastic year. He is fantastic. Uh, 7.8 war which is wins above average or wins above replacement excuse me uh he's hitting 350 that is insane in today's baseball of course with like uh talk of Bryce Harper again like over 400 million dollars and he's in 215 and like not even near the top in home runs are you kidding me oh Bryce Harper was a disgrace this year and he ranks second in on-field on-base percentage 438 and slugging percentage at 668 it's i think this is a clear lock right here yeah i mean
1: one name i've been hearing and I, to be honest i don't know the reason why is mike trout of course he's a good player but if you compare him to the stats of jd martinez i mean they pretty they're, I, at I don't the know. beginning of
0: the season i thought he had better stats than bets and now bets has pulled ahead quite considerably and i i don't i don't think trout should get it yeah exactly mike do i have to answer yeah I hate this
2: because I'm gonna have to give so them mookie Bats. bets. I'm yeah. gonna have yeah, to give yeah, it mookie yeah. bets All right. as long as we're. All right. Yeah, as long as
0: long as the Red Sox can. Yeah, but get it's, reg- it's regular season stats, buddy. So it doesn't matter. Yeah, you're right because the Yankees are gonna win in the postseason. National League MVP. Here's one up for your toss, Christian Yelich. His second season or er, second half stats are very very similar to Barry Bonds. I think the only th- the only thing he de- wasn't better in. Was on base percentage, and that because who wants to pitch to a guy on steroids? Just walk him, just intentional walk, just just let him out there. I think Christian Ellis is just having one of the best seasons. I think the Marlins are looking at it right now. I think Derek Jeter's looking at it right now. Man, man, we let one go. Definitely. I mean,
2: ooh, Mike, you're making me miss the old times by saying Jeter, but um, ooh,
0: Derek Jeter,
2: Mike, who you got? Me. I guess I won't be hurt by anyone I say, unlike Mookie Bats. Yeah, so. I don't know. I, I'm going to give it to uh, someone. Yelich probably deserves it more, to be honest with you. But just to talk for the sake of talking about someone, Freddie Freeman. Freddie
0: Freeman, dude. He's not even in this, like. Listen, he's not, not,
2: even, uh, not even an MVP. Listen, but, like. Talk about being important to your team. If this man wasn't on oh, that team, I don't he, think that man would have. I don't think the Braves would have been anywhere close. No, to that he
0: anyway. definitely brought that veteran presence that they definitely needed. Matt, who are you going with? You know, I'm gonna throw out a very
1: random name here. You guys are gonna be kind of surprised. I'm thinking Jacob Degrom.
0: Ooh, Degrom! Wow. Uh, like,
1: wow. I'm thinking his stats at 1.7 okay. ERA. You don't see that every day. Um, and another name. I, I was just looking at the uh, MLB uh, WAR leaders. And DeGrom is fourth. Yeah. Uh, And a name above him, Aaron Nola, also interesting candidate for Cy Young. Yeah, that's Um, true. But I don't know. DeGrom,
0: very impressive. Uh, I think he'll be in the debate. All right, guys, we're going to move over to our first segment here called Word. We got a phrase for each person here. Then we're going to come up with a word that describes that. So our first one. If you don't answer within
2: five seconds, we move on.
0: First one here the Patriots being the Dolphins is predictable. of course, um, I'm gonna go with obviously. Uh, like, uh, like if you didn't have the Patriots beating the Dolphins, especially by a lot here, like, um, especially by a lot here, I think we definitely saw this coming. I think we definitely saw it being a blowout. Mike,
2: listen, you hurt. You're making me feel bad about myself and. Uh the Celtics being one and two in preseason is disgraceful. Tragic. Do is this like really one of our things? Yeah. Really? It's preseason.
0: Yeah, but like Really? Really like one and two and we're playing Charlotte and Cleveland? Come on. Oh, that's disgusting. Yeah. Y- yeah, exactly. You understand it now. Like really like, one and two, we can't win here. I'm not insanely worried, but, like, I'm not derailed about I, this as a Celtics fan. I could, listen, I couldn't care less.
2: It's preseason.
0: Preseason.
2: You know, for
1: me. Practice how you oh, play. Exactly. And for me, it's just with a lot of young players you on the team. you got to start
2: your starters for 100%.
1: Sorry, well, you man. need to have that winning mentality. Uh, yeah, starting uh, now. team team uh, Hayward playing his first minutes as a Celtic after, of course, the Cleveland game. Um, Kyrie oh my God, These guys are coming back You need to get Into that winning mentality The Celtics are Expected to do very well This year So This is not such so good uh, Yeah tempo. yeah. Let me
0: put this out there Mike We got Mike's bold predictions Coming up But here's Matt's <laughs> bold prediction yeah. Yeah. Celtics in 7 this season they're gonna win. They're gonna win it all. Celtics and seven. We're going really. Are you bold saying out here. for the NBA championship? Yeah, I am one hundred percent. talking about the NBA championship. All right. Well, this might That's be the m- first and last of. That's Matt's bold prediction right there. And when I and when I see <laughs> one and two in the preseason, I am not liking it. All right. You can say it's preseason and it doesn't matter. It does matter. All right. Calm down. Speaking of seven, though, seven.
2: the Bruins losing seven to nothing is what. I don't even have a word. Disgraceful. This is awful. I'm going to go out on a let and just say embarrassing. Hilarious. I hate there the we Bru- go. I hate There's the Bruins. One. I hate the Bruins. The
0: Bruins losing 7 nothing to the Washington Capitals. I understand that they def- they're defending, Stanley Cup champions, and all this, but they needed a touchdown to tie the game here, guys. <laughs> like, really here? Seven goals. And Rasket's pulled in the middle of the second because he has a 74% Save percentage and letting five goals. Are you serious? Listen, these old classic goalies like Rask and
2: uh, Lundqvist don't look like them their old. Old selves. classic. I think he's like 30, <laughs> oh, no. 30, 31. Listen, in my mind, growing up as a kid, I've always seen him, so he's old. Well, Lundqvist is old. Lundqvist is one hundred percent old, but Lundquist he's better than he's Rask like a, right now. Well, I want to bring
1: like up a quick ancient throwback. Chinese scroll from four thousand. Remember years the years ago. of Tim Thomas? Uh, of course,
0: Tim Thomas was nasty, <laughs> and then in, <laughs> that, then that, in twenty eleven when we won the cup. And then he's like, here, now I'm taking my year off. He came back. He's like, what is hockey? How do I stop a puck? Same thing with Rask now. He might as well just throw a trash can out there. Rask is going to lose his starting spot this season. It's going to happen. I hope so at this point. Yeah, it's disgraceful. I don't
2: care. If they keep losing, it doesn't matter to me.
0: Oh, yeah, because your Rangers are in the discussion. No, no, no. no. Not, they're not looking great, but you know what? That's all right. All right. Rondo's starting at the point for the Los Angeles Lakers is. Reasonable. I was going to say logical. Uh, I'm going to go with bad. I would and say let, bad me tell, too, let, me, let me tell you why. Lonzo Ball is the future of this franchise. Y'all can say LeBron and all you want, but lo- once LeBron retires in X amount of years. Like, <laughs> it's good to say X. Because we don't know. We, we don't know. But Lonzo is the future of this. I don't like that. Lon- Lonzo could be developing alongside LeBron here and becoming a really good player. Because everyone thinks he's a bust. I think he's really good. He's got a lot of talent. He could be a star in this league. But with Rondo starting, it, it just slows down his development.
1: Uh, two things I just want to bring up. Of course, he's coming back from an injury, which I believe is the reason why he's starting on the bench. But another thing, uh, of course, was a rumor uh, going into the summer was that Lonzo was almost faking an injury to prevent him from getting traded. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I know we've all heard that. Yeah. So uh, that'll be interesting to follow to when LeBron – or. When Lonzo plays, we'll be able to pick up the hype, I guess. All
2: right, oh, I think he lives for the hype, and I'm a, I'm a Lonzo fan.
0: I'm a Lonzo fan, and I'm a Celtics fan, and I'm a an Lonzo fan. I like Lonzo. I really do. Our last one here for Word. Patrick Mahomes is godly. <sighs> you knew that would annoy me. Uh, terrific. Terrific. That's not what you wanted to say. No, that's really not, but, you know. Come on, say it. No, no. Mike would like to say that Patrick Mahomes is overrated, ladies and gentlemen, overrated. I'm going to say that Patrick Mahomes is fantastic. He's exactly what the Chiefs needed. It was time to get rid of Alex Smith. I love Alex Smith. Patrick Mahomes era. Throwback to San Francisco And, Mike, Mike, here's a great point for you. There was a point where Patrick Mahomes in preseason— in his, like, practices or whatever, through, like, seven interceptions, no touchdowns. Mike, that doesn't, matter to, yeah, that say doesn't matter to me. Yeah, you say preseason doesn't matter, and it clearly it shows. He's throwing, like, 13 touchdowns <laughs> and no interceptions. You want to know? He's a, he's a great stat for you. Patrick Mahomes has more passes completed with his left hand than interceptions thrown with his right hand. That's right. Yeah. Here's a stat wow,
2: for you, Wow, 1-0. Yeah. No, but that is very impressive. That that was. Listen, Patrick Mahomes is very impressive. I want, I well, why is he overrated? I want to I want to change like, it to impressive. No. I, I think he's gonna. I don't think he's gonna stay at this level or no, so, somewhere no, close to this.
0: Not not in the slightest. Not a chance. He's not gonna keep throwing thirteen touchdowns every mm, well four weeks. Well,
2: but my point is, I don't think he's gonna be Brady like. I don't think he's gonna be uh, Peyton Manning like or Drew Brees like. No, 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 he's no. He gonna,
0: is a new era of. Quarterback, or Aaron Rodgers, like he is a new era of quarterback. Same with Deshaun Watson and Russell Wilson. Don't compare him to Deshaun. That, that's Deshaun <laughs> that's Watson's mean, really that's good. Mean, that's mean. Deshaun Watson's really good. What do you mean? Before he he's got iffy. injured, I wouldn't say. He's I wouldn't
1: than Deshaun say Deshaun
2: Watson. He's, he's,
0: he's, I, I think he's better. I think he's, he's better. The new Deshaun era, Watson's overrated. The new era of the NFL is not worrying about your line and just having your quarterback run. It's like you see all these old guys now, Rodgers, Brady, they're obviously really good. They can't they're not as Rogers mobile. can move. All right, compare him to with his injuries. Com- compare him to everyone else. Like like the the Watson Russell. Wilson. You can't move compared to them. I think it, this no. is the new era yeah. of quarterbacking.
2: Well, I, I I would agree with you, but at the same time I don't think I I think Patrick Mahomes will be much better than Deshaun Watson. But I don't think that he's gonna be uh a Hall of Famer. I really don't. I think he's gonna level well, out like, soon, like who, Cam Deshaun Newton.
0: Watson. Deshaun Watson. Yeah. No, 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 no. Patrick Mahomes. Oh, Patrick. Look, he's gonna look, be better. I'm, than not, talking Watson. Of, I'm not talking. About Hall Hall of fame. I'm not talking about Hall of Fame. I'm not talking about. Well, Hall I look long term. I
2: like to look at things long term, Matthew.
0: Good for like, <laughs> focus on now. He's really good now, and it's way too early to discuss Hall of Fame. Are you like? Come on.
2: Well, of course, but we're saying what? What is he going to be? Right. That's
0: why no. I think he is. I, I don't. Matt's
2: think, word was godly.
0: Okay, I don't think. Gods already immortal. Fame.
1: God, I'll give you God, that.
0: Gods already immortal.
1: I'm gonna go out on a limb here and make a prediction here that Mahomes will be a candidate for MVP this year, just because yeah. of the talents uh, around him. Tyree Kill is putting up great numbers. Although Kareem Hunt, of course, the running back, I think he'll be able to. He'll pull it together. Ref, uh, reflect what Mahomes is doing on the other side. I think he'll. Definitely put up better stats. I think we'll
0: continue being a great player this year. All right, guys. We're going to move into our next segment here. Winners and losers. This is going for Week 4 NFL. My winner for the week is going to be the Kansas City Chiefs. If you watch this game, as I did, you thought the Chiefs were done in the fourth quarter. You thought they looked awful on offense, okay on defense, but, like, you didn't think they were going to win this game. And then they storm back with Patrick Mahomes, who is godly, according to Matt over here, and overrated, according to Mike over here. Storm back. Overrated is a strong word. Incredible. Incredibly. Uh, an incredible fourth quarter. He's impressive, a Big win. Remaining undefeated with the Rams. And I think that is my big winner of the week. My big loser of the week, on the other hand... Is I'm gonna go with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, oh, guys. Yeah. Guess that what? Was... Fitz Magic is over. I don't <laughs> yeah. like Jameis Winston. I don't like starting Jameis Winston and having to choose between Jameis Winston and Ryan Fitzpatrick is awful. I don't know. All...
2: Ryan Fitzpatrick got a killer beard. Oh though. yeah,
0: yeah. Fitz Magic, guys. Who? Everyone got excited? <laughs> no. Nope. Losing 48 to 10. You want to know who's who's the real loser of this game? Oakland Raiders, because look at John Gruden, and he's like, wow, Khalid, we need a good pass rusher. He legit, he's like, yeah, it's hard to find good pass rushers in the NFL nowadays. You traded away the best one in the league for nothing. Oh, Mike, don't even. Mike, go ahead. Winners and losers. <clears throat> All right. My uh,
2: big winner this week is going to be the Ravens. Their defense really pulled it together against, honestly, one of the better offenses, I think, in the league. The Steelers have been. Oh, the Steelers iffy. are shaky. They're very shaky, huh. but they got Big Ben, who's a very solid quarterback.
0: Oh, so no, no, really, no, really, no, really, no. He's really like dog? Joe Flacco now. Yeah, Joe Flacco's an elite quarterback. Please, I'm not.
2: I, listen, who says Joe Flacco's an elite quarterback nowadays? Who says that? Ravens fans. Yeah, they're all. I can't say that on the podcast. Either. All right, um. Huh. The, but the Steelers, I mean, they still have a good receiving core. I mean, if they have Antonio Brown and Juju Smith, I mean, it, it spreads out the field. And big news, right?
0: Le'Veon Bell is expected to return, I think, Probably after week, week seven. Yeah, after
2: week seven. Um, and then I'd say the big losers this week for me uh, was the Falcons. That was Ooh. a tough game to see them lose. I mean, I was rooting for A.J. Green to score a touchdown, and he got it because I needed fantasy
0: points. But <laughs> it, it was I- tough to see them lose against the Bengals. Can I give you my should-be winner? The Browns got absol- oh. absolutely, <laughs> they got, like, they were the Patriots of the week. They got every call against them. I think they got a first oh, down. Oh, stop with that. No, uh, the no, Patriots no, no, no. get every call against no, 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 no. them. Oh, yeah. I'm a Pats fan. <sighs> yeah. Oh, yeah. You guys are just mad because Eli Manning can't throw the ball. You Sound like a LeBron fan? That's what you sound no, like. No, you guys are just mad Eli Manning can't throw the ball. Anyway, the Browns should have won this game. The Browns it's coming up the in the Mike's could, predictions. Don't worry. The Browns could be four and zero right now. If you really think about it, they could be four and zero. But instead, they're one two and one.
1: And now, uh, if you don't mind, I'd like to go to my uh, yeah. losers of the week. Definitely. And Mike, you're not going to like this, but I think just the whole city of New York, hey, or the state actually, hey. not even New York City, this uh, week. All well, just in general, honestly, all three teams are one and three this year. Um, what? Yes, the Giants are one and three, the Bills are one and three, and the Jets
2: are one and three.
0: Man, New are York is good. awesome, guys. Listen, Go New York! Bill, Bills
3: are like
2: Canadian at this point. They're so bad at football. All right. Yeah, we kicked
3: them out of the country.
2: I mean, I, I mean, last week they, uh, two weeks ago. I mean, I don't know how the heck they did that against the Vikings. The Vikings.
0: That's. That was this. You show up to play when you that want was, to play. That was you insane. Don't when you don't.
2: That <laughs> was insane. But listen, the Jets, they're. It was like.
0: I hate the Jets and the Hold up. By the chance of the profit, the Jets are better than the Patriots because the Jets beat the Lions and the Lions beat the Patriots. That means the Jets are better than the Patriots. Yeah, by the chance of the property. <laughs> yeah. Matt, who's your winner of the week? Uh, I'm going
1: to have to go with the titans uh kind of random but they held the jaguars to six points you know after the jaguars beat the patriots everyone kind of amped them up for a little bit thinking they were gonna have a another good year but titans really shut them down i don't know how they're three and one right now but yeah i mean they, they only had nine points but still i think holding the jaguars to six is enough to consider a winner
0: all right, guys, going into our uh, big finish here, our weekly predictor. We're going to take the biggest games of the upcoming NFL week, and once the NBA and NHL get into full swing, we'll bring in some of those games as well. We each choose it. We come back the next week see how we did. So we're going to start off ton- with uh, tonight. The Pats and Colts, who do you guys got for this game? Is that a question? Yeah, who do you guys got?
1: Uh, well, I think it's going to be the Patriots pretty easily. Andrew Luck. You know I I, you I, li- I like him. Andrew Luck. I really I do. I fe- I feel bad for Andrew Luck. You have to respect him, but the Colts yeah, just can don't have the talent. Young they just band. don't have the talent in my opinion to beat the Patriots, especially no. since they're trying to bounce back from I'm getting, taking the Pats too.
0: The Pat Bill Belichick right now is not a happy camper out here in New England, guys. It like, like a if he l- if he loses this candy. game tonight, I see like he's just like scrapping the whole roster and bringing him some new Walmart employees and making them the Super <laughs> no, Foot Bowl locker, footlocker, footlocker employees. Sorry, right, that's where he's going now. If they lose, if they lose tonight, I'm gonna be shocked. I'm not gonna be happy, and Bill Belichick will not be happy at all. Mike, would you stop?
2: Making me picks Boston teams yeah. and players because I'm gonna have to pick the Patriots. The Colts are gonna play hard. Luck's gonna throw a phenomenal game, I think, and he's gonna torch the Pats. But maybe not torch, but he's not gonna throw many interceptions. I, I don't think he's gonna throw any interceptions. But and he's gonna have a good game. But I don't think his team surrounding him, especially the defense, can give him much of a support. And um, the Pats are getting Edelman back this week, right? That's no, right, that, baby. That this week? This week, Today? yeah.
0: yeah, oh, wow. It's, He'll be back. He'll big. make a difference. Our next game, Battle of Texas. Texans and Cowboys, this is an easy one for me. The Cowboys look awful. America's team really uh, – well, America's team's not doing anything right now on offense. You can't see Pre- Dak Prescott throw a ball and make a completion over 10 yards. And their only offense is Ezekiel Ezekiel Elliott. Elliott. That's their only offense. So just stack up the line with defensive linemen and let it go. Texans by a lot.
2: Really? By a lot?
0: By a lot.
1: Yeah, I mean, they're going to be looking to bounce back as well. And I I think DeAndre Hopkins is probably one of the best receivers in the league, Uh, definitely fantasy-wise. So I'll be looking to see him have a big game. I don't think the Cowboys will be able to do much to stop
2: him. Mike? I'm going with the Cowboys this
0: oh, week. Please.
3: Listen. You, You're listen, just trying to be controversial. One, there is one team week. I hate more
2: than the Pats, and it's the Cowboys. But every time, Everyone I, hates every the time Cowboys. I've trusted the Texans, they've always gone south for me, all right?
0: Everyone hates the Really? We're going to go with the Cowboys over the Texans? No, get out of here.
2: Listen. They they have no secondary, and not they don't really have an O-line. Ezekiel Elliott's going to... Rush for over 100 yards and two touchdowns.
0: Please, Saints, the Redskins. It's this one's crazy. easy for me. I'm gonna go with the Saints here. I don't like the Redskins, I don't like Alex Smith.
2: I love Alex Smith.
0: Please, <laughs> he was so good on at uh, on when so he was on good. San Francisco. He was so good son. when
2: he was. Keyword was Saints. I, lo- I
0: like Alan Kamara, I like their defense. I think they got a really good shot here making it far in the NFL playoffs. I think this is an easy one. Seems. Yeah, Drew
1: Brees, right? Like he's
2: already looking good. Um, yeah, not
1: gonna I don't pass think he's about
2: to say he's gonna pass my all-time favorite quarterback Peyton Manning soon um, in touchdowns. Peyton Manning, really? <laughs> I think he's better than Brady. Oh my. Oh, that's that, this, that, this this another discussion this will for another to, This day. will have
0: to come up another time. This, Payton, listen,
2: but oh I boy. do have the Saints over the Redskins. Their offense His blows the Redskins. His forehead's
0: bigger than the end zone, dude.
2: <laughs> the, the Saints will blow out the Redskins. Their offense is right, far so all superior. I'll go with the
0: Saints there. Uh, uh, so Eagles, Vikings. Here's one that's up for... Up for grabs here. Mm. These are both teams that are supposed to do really well this season. Both have gone off to a little bit of a rocky start here. <laughs> I mean, the Vikings losing to the Bills. Let's Let's lose Carson Wentz back now. He is back, right? Yeah. Last yeah, week. I don't know. He was back. know.
2: Uh, I don't like either team. Eagles for me. I'm taking the Eagles. Matt, 100. Yeah, I'm gonna have to agree. The Vikings. And I hate the they, Eagles. They always too. let me down.
1: Kirk Cousins, okay. Like you hate could, everyone in the NFL. He had East. a lot of money, but yeah. I don't know. Eagles, I think Redskins it's going to be a
0: pretty confident win for them. I think I'm going to go with the Vikings, guys. I like I like Minnesota. You're just trying to be kind to No, I lo- I don't love Kirk Cousins, but like I like Kirk Cousins is a very good quarterback. I- no, I pay- uh, he's definitely no. Overpaid. He is- uh, overpaid. He is not overpaid. Yeah, uh, no, he is not. Dude, he could go down with a fake leg injury right now and still get eighty-four million dollars.
2: Listen, if he's playing on a team, the Redskins, the last couple of years, and they've had no one on offense for him. Well, they've had Jamison Crowder and Pierre Garcon, and Pierre Garcon is old as crap.
0: Yeah, he is. Um, yeah, Vikings all the way this week. I'm going for it. Last one here: Falcons. Sealers. Steel City. Falcons usually. I Ooh, don't easily have like dude, easily. tying the Browns. I like the Browns. I do, but tying the Browns in Week One is kind of like the Browns, and ha- like losing these. Pretty easy games. I don't like the Steelers. I don't like Big Ben either. <laughs> I mean, folks, Falcons. if you
1: have access to YouTube or anywhere you can watch a video, look up his flop. I'm sure you guys have seen that now. <laughs> Who's? Roethlisberger. Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh was... my. Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't like either team, but I think Matt Ryan's due for something productive. I mean, he hasn't done much. It's about but time. You should
2: do something. Like, i got to go with the Steelers. I like the Steelers. Oh, They're one of my other teams besides the Giants.
0: Please. What do do you like about the Steelers? Uh, I think their listen. Their
2: offense has to come together before week seven, and it won't. I think it will.
0: No. And then when when Le'Veon comes back, he's going to get off to a slow start because this happened last year. In the first four weeks in September, he was statistically like the 100th ranked running back in the league, and then after that, he was number one. So the first couple weeks back, he's not going to be doing well. So I,
2: they might they they have to start winning, and their offense has to start going, or they're not going to be able to squeeze into the playoffs this year.
0: I don't like them in the playoffs anyway. <laughs> so good good for that. Now
2: they're great. They're a deep, well, not great. They're an okay playoff team.
0: All right, guys. Okay. our stats of the week. I'm going to start us off here. Or actually, no, I'm not going to start us off here. Matt, start us off.
1: You know, this is going to be uh, kind of a random name for you guys, but uh, JaVale McGee. The Ch- Lakers. Oh. Uh, it it is oh a preseason boy. game, but uh, you know preseason. <laughs> he led the Lakers 15 points and eight boards. Uh, you know, obviously he was a very he had a very minor role with the Warriors, but I think with the Lakers, he'll be able to make a name for himself. Someone uh, I can't remember who quoted them, but uh, someone compared him to Wilt Chamberlain. He looked like Wilt Chamberlain. Ooh. Obviously, he'll never be <laughs> the oh, uh, no. standards of Wilt, but. I think he'll definitely have a very productive role with the Lakers.
0: All right, guys, I'm going to go next. Mike, you're not going to like this one either. I just love picking on the Yankees and New York teams in general because mm. New York sucks. Oh, sure. Oh, Don't agree with me? Here we go. No. Chris Sale against the Yankees in the 2018 season. He's 2-0. He's got a 0. .69 ERA, 19 Ks, and a 188 average. There's my stat of the week for you. I got the Red Sox winning big, big in game one on Friday.
2: All right, well, since you brought up a baseball stat, I'm gonna have to bring up one too, okay, and I'm gonna have to bring up uh the judge himself oh i I'm gonna rise as i as I say this oh
0: I'll rise,
2: yeah, I'm rising um I mean, I'm sure everyone heard about this, especially if you watched the game. He was the only player in MLB history to hit home runs in multiple wild card games and expect him to be hot. Against the Red Sox,
0: especially yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see against when Chris Sale makes him look silly up there with that. Listen, him and Stanton are gonna
2: make Fenway look like
0: it's two hundred. They're gonna give everyone out in center field a nice breeze. What do you mean? Honest to God. All right, guys, as we come to the end here, we're gonna close this one out with Mike's bold predictions.
2: Oh, you guys are gonna laugh and laugh. (laughs)
0: <laughs> That's kind of the point, but let's get to it. And then when we get to next week, he's gonna he's gonna be like, Hey, "See you guys. I told you." But no, everyone's just gonna keep laughing into the next week when these are all wrong.
2: That may be true. And as we do more podcasts, their these predictions are gonna get bolder and bolder, especially come playoff time. ooh boy, can't wait for those.
0: Yeah, the Knicks make the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: don't even get us. Started all right, on th- that. Th- let's not let's not get started with this. Is this is mainly uh, football related? Um. Let's get let's start off a little crazy. Um, Eli Manning's gonna throw two eighty with three touchdowns and no interceptions for the first time in uh what what oh eight? Um <laughs> Patrick Mahomes talked we talked about him a lot, but I think he's gonna slow down this week. Um and then next week after, gonna get hot again. Um I'm worried that he's going to become a more Cam Newton esque type player than Aaron Rodgers. I am rooting for him. I just no, want to you're make that not. clear. You're a hater. No. I'm just rooting. I am rooting for him. I'm worried that hater. he's going to be more Cam Newton, Look, who's let me too put it worried this about way. himself. If you're worried about
0: Patrick Mahomes this week, but you're taking Eli Manning with the Luke Keekley and Carolina defense, throwing 283 touchdowns and no interceptions, you get your head screwed on the wrong way. Listen, there,
2: pal. you're talking about Carolina like they used to be when they were in the Super Bowl, but they're not. They're not that same Carolina team. Anyways, Patrick Mahomes, young quarterback. He's gonna. He's getting a hot head, and I'm worried that's gonna work against him. I hope it doesn't. He seems like he could maybe be professional, but I'm worried it's just not looking good for him. Well, I mean, I mean, like age and
0: what what he's doing, because it's kind of ridiculous.
2: You said it earlier. Right you
0: didn't like Deshaun Watson. So what's this next one?
2: Oh, that's supposed to be all right. Deshaun Watson, two fifty with uh, two passing touchdowns and one in, and one rushing.
0: You said you didn't like Deshaun Watson.
2: Oh no, excuse me, three fifty. I think he's gonna have a good game. You said you don't like Deshaun Watson. <laughs> I don't, but I think he's gonna have a good game. Just like I said, I hate the freaking cats and I hate the and the I cow- hate Mookie Mookie Betts. So you, th- listen, you think Bats you think he's gonna do this and they and
0: they're still gonna lose against the Cowboys?
2: Yeah. Oh
3: boy,
2: because Ezekiel's oh boy. gonna go off, my guy. Oh and yeah. Speaking of, let's, let's get into running backs. This this one's gonna be fun. LeSean McCoy. Oh my goodness, not this week and not next week. But after that, the week after that, Shady McCoy is going to return to what he used to look like on uh, the Eagles. He's going to rush for over 100 yards and at least one touchdown. No. Um, The top rusher this week, Alvin Kamara. These are bold
0: predictions, not stupid ones.
3: (laughs) A little bit of both.
2: Shh. they can't know. Um, Listen, Alvin Kamara, top rusher this week. Todd Gurley is going to be number one rushing the season, uh, but... Kamara is going to be number one in rushing touchdowns. And that'll do it. Just wait for next week. It'll be bolder.
0: Yeah, guys, yeah. thanks for listening in to the Hybrid Sports Podcast with your hosts, Matt Safi, Matt Fiore, and Mike Alexander. We'll see you guys next week.